Did I tell you about my albatross? Hey yo, here we go. Come on. Welcome to another episode of Did I Tell You About My Albatross? I'm your host, Albie. This is the Goth Podcast for Honest Degenerates. It's like teaming up with your favorite foursome every week and diving into the best stories in and around goth. You guys ready to tee off? Let's go! Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Did I Tell You About My Albatross? I'm your host, Albie. We got a great one for you tonight. We've actually got our boy, Panda. Say what's up, Panda. What up? Got my boy Shepard, Koala, Mayor. Yeah. Call him whatever you want. And then we've got a special guest. This is crazy. I thought it was going to take years for us to get a professional golfer in here. No offense, Panda. I mean, I know you're technically a pro. But, uh, but. <laughs> Shout out PGA of America. Yeah, but, dude, we have, we have an exclusive for y'all. This is, this is crazy. I mean, in a shed. I can't, first of all, I can't believe we tricked your ass into getting here and we put you in a shed with three degenerates. This is fantastic. And then secondly, I can't believe we were able to pull this off. Um, we got Brad Bruner. Thank you for joining us, my man, friend of the show, friend of the club and, uh, man, welcome. Thanks Thanks. for joining us. So let's just jump in this thing. Do you want to know why you're here, man? Like, do you, do you understand? He, he said he didn't tell you anything about it, and I especially didn't, didn't, I did not tell him. He, he especially uh, didn't tell you it was going to be in a shed, which I love. By the way, I think that's hilarious. No, it's great. It's a. It's a I said eight o'clock and gave him the address. Yeah, so, like, he actually gave me the address at about six fifty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, thanks for me. Let me turn off my window unit. Hey Ryan. So we, by the way, the the MVP of this whole thing is our editor. I see you behind the shed right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Turn that off. The problem is, thanks, you Ryan. clap when you need an edit. The more he gets going, the funnier he starts to find stuff. He does one of these when he laughs. <laughs> yeah, I get. Yeah, so Ryan's all fucked up. He doesn't know what to edit, what to like. So he cuts stuff when he shouldn't. It's crazy. But the reason that we're doing this podcast, like, have you even? This is what drives me nuts. Like, have you even heard like this shot, this albatross story? Obviously, you heard the rap song that I just dropped for you. Which, by the way, is an exclusive. It's going to be dropped right here at the end of this episode for all y'all. Heard the rapper's pretty good. Have you heard it? Heard no. about it? And you've been a member, like. Not only were you a member, but your dad was a member of Carrollwood for for a long time. A long right? time. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, I did not hear about that. It's a pretty yeah. ridiculous story. See, like, that's crazy to me. Like, that to me can't happen. That's the whole reason we're fucking doing this podcast, because <laughs> it drives me insane. Member, he member tells tw- it to everybody. It was member, member 2020. Uh, Brian, uh, or actually Crane, we call him on the show, and I were playing, and we get to Pine One, and... And we were down three shots going to that hole. We didn't know that at the time. We we tee off pine one, and I hit my drive. It was an amazing drive. I mean, I was all over the place that day, per the use. Until I started working with Panda, I was I'm a reformed hooker now. And um, <laughs> and so and so we get so I hit my drive, and then we go out there, and of course Crane is like he's he could care less. Like he's done. He's like over the <laughs> like we thought we were out of it. So we get there, and then I pull out my trusty three wood, and I. I pipe it, dude. Like two forty seven, I think. And uh, you know what it was? Yeah, uh, yeah, I do. We'd I like know. to put a plaque in. We'd like to put a plaque in. Like, get your opinion on that. But then, what's crazy about it is uh, Ocean Knight. He was there along with our buddy Nick, and they saw it go in. They actually saw the. They actually saw the shot go in. So, long story short, we go in, turn our our scorecard in, and then we find out we were three shots back going into that hole. So we ended up tying for the win on the last shot of the tournament for member member with that. an albatross. It was net. Fuck you. Fuck you, by the way. Yes, it was net. But but yes. No, no. It was an albatross. They tied for the net club championship. Sure. Yeah, member member. Yeah, yeah. member member. Member member. And so, dude, they, I didn't get a trophy. 
I didn't get shit. I got that little member member cup up there, and I got and I made my own trophy. Um, what, what, this is this is card playoff or something or self made. How did you? Know? So we went to Pine One, dude. We were ready to rock these dudes, and we get there, and and I'm gonna have those guys on by the way. But we get there, and they're like, "Oh, we're actually just gonna let the gross. We're actually just gonna let the gross people uh, have a playoff." <laughs> <laughs> That's trash. <laughs> so we tied That's for tough. the win, but still, dude, like a, an albatross as the last shot of the tournament to tie for the win of any kind of tournament. Granted, yeah, it's stupid Carolwood. I get it, but like. I don't know, man. To me, it's amazing. No, it's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. What, what are the odds? I what, mean, what are oh, the actual know. odds? We've got them. <laughs> I hired an actuary to to run the numbers and statistician. Uh, it's 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 six million. One in six million yeah. is an albatross. But I have no idea what it is to win a tournament. Like, what are the odds you can be in that predicament? April twenty on the last hole, the last, hole. last shot. April twenty twenty was like. Coronavirus. There wasn't that little pool noodle in there, was there? There was not. Ooh, no. Okay. No, I that have, was gonna be that no. was gonna be tough if there was the pool noodle in the hole. Oh, but no, I think so. I had a hole in one during that time, and I think that's actually tougher because it would bounce right out. I don't know about that. I do. I think so. You, think I'll, it's I'll, you know, I'm not trying. I'm to gonna throw def- my I'm gonna default. I'm gonna default to bro. Oh, dude, that was gonna be my question. So, okay, so that's why you're here. That's the whole reason for the pod. Thank you for joining us. By the way, it's a weird intro. I get it. So that was going to be one of my first questions. You, do you you have an albatross? A one. Yes, one. Okay. During Which, when the pool noodle fiasco was going on in the dude, world. Dude, I think that actually adds to to the fact. That's that, what I thought. I'm like, yeah, this is how stupid an albatross is really to make. <laughs> during <laughs> the pool noodle in there. Five iron at Tampa Palms. Can't remember the hole. Something on the back. Maybe the 10, 11, 12. 12? Yeah. Tampa Palms number 12. Okay. Yeah, that's that right? yeah, it was good. It was sick. I was pumped. Did you Fire see it go sick. in or were you unsure? Yeah, it was a back right pin and you could kind of see it. It's a little raised. And we saw it go it. in. But I'm like, gosh, it's pure. You were like, damn, I wish this was to win a tournament. That was sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Let's dig into a little bit about your story, man, because I love it. Uh, what little I know about it. I'm excited to learn a little bit more about it because you've had quite the journey. By the way, your dad, I love. He was the first person at Carrollwood. They paired me up. Darren. Darren was like, welcome to the club. I'm going to pair you up with Larry. They probably don't want us to use their real name, so I'm going to go ahead. Uh, Salgado, Will, and Madonna. That was your first yeah. group? That was my first group. I'm like, wow. well, this, is a, this is a random-ass club, dude. <laughs> like, I'm like, is there anyone close to my age here? <laughs> and I'm old. <laughs> but I'm like, but your dad was like the first person. And so from that moment, man, whenever I'd see him around the club, he'd always be like, hey. Anyway, so, uh, so you guys have been members for a long time, I guess is my point, right? You grew up on the course? Um, eh, I didn't really grow up on the course. Um, so my dad was a head pro at Rogers Park yeah. for like 14 years. So I played a lot out there as a kid. A lot of gambling, like 13, 14. They had probably the best money games. Back then it was like they'd get 60 people on a Saturday, Sunday, 25 ahead, straight skins. No way. Oh, every, every, every time. Right. And it was, it was awesome going out there. I think it was good. But yeah, I mean, I was playing at Carrollwood when I was. Around that time, too, probably 10, there was there was just a bunch of us causing just raging, basically, out there. I mean, terrorizing the cart barn downstairs, Stinger three irons, like Indy 500 spraying the corners. It was it was a cool time. So obviously you grew up around the course and stuff, but like, did your dad teach you? Like, was he a... A little bit, but, you know, as I've begun my new path of teaching, in my own experiences... Kids don't want to listen to their parents. That's so, so true. It was, we'd be out there. He'd help me. 
And I would just be like, no, that's not right, Dad. No, no, it's, I'm not doing that. It's not right. It's like uh, he was right the whole time. That's just the way it is. Uh, right? I wanted to dive into that because I've got a son. And like I like one of the things I can't wait. You do too. Like, I mean, yeah. you like one of the things like I want to obviously... coach me in tennis as well. Right. My whole life. Yeah. So Same thing, Billy, or did you listen? I listened until I was probably 14, 15. And then you're like, I'm and then we and I came, I moved down here to Florida. Yeah. And started uh, training down here. Okay. It, it just got too much. Like every day, four That's hours a, a day run. on the court with my dad was too much. That's a that's a, just a moth. Don't worry about that one. Um, I got a horse fly in the garage today. It was just out of nowhere. Dude, Florida's got some crazy ass bugs. Yeah, we man. do. And that, eat that bug. Eat that bug. That was one of our shirts. We're gonna make a shirt called "Eat That Bug." That's one of the <laughs> that bug. Eat that. <laughs> I was telling that. you the cat story. It's funny you say that because like I I worry about like trying to force my son. Like I haven't pushed him at all towards it, and like he hasn't picked it up yet. I don't want to force him into it because of that. Like you don't want, but but you still ended up loving golf, obviously. Like yeah, I mean he never pushed me. But when it came, like, he never said, hey, you need to go practice and you do this. I just love doing it. Yeah. And I just. Oh, did you? Yeah, I just love doing it. So it was it was a no-brainer for me and all my friends were there. But and you had access to my, the club. My dad definitely pushed me. Did he? Oh, yeah. Throw firecrackers at your feet like Tiger oh, yeah. Woods. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Earl. <laughs> hey, Earl gets results. Say what you want about Earl, but. Dude, Earl, Earl was Earl banging chicks. Something. And by the way, if Tiger wants to come on here, forget I'm saying this right here, mm-hmm. uh, which he never uh, will. If you dis. If you speak bad of Earl, we're not getting Tiger. No, I'm I'm actually Man. not speaking bad about it, but like the fact that he would bang chicks in a camper while Tiger was practice putting on the putting green is crazy to Gangster, me. Gangster, what <laughs> that is. I'm just not sure if it's in the cards for us to get Tiger on this spot. Yeah, <sighs> not yet. I don't think a Tiger's ever. What done do you think? He's probably never seen the shed. He might be interested. Yeah. This would, could be right up his alley. Don't let him fool you. Can we you. fit him in there too? Oh, yeah. Uh, so four guys and a Tiger. <laughs> Four guys in a panda. I mean, he is the epitome of the spirit animal. Right. He goes for the with this place. Mm. Oh, dude, that's a very good point. Speaking of, we're gonna by the end of this episode, we're gonna shoot him an email. By the end of this episode, again, one of the things that we do here, might as well go ahead and give a short plug to Daphne's head covers. Where's our sponsorship money? Daphne, send us your sponsorship money. And by the way, you sound hot. Um, uh, by the end of this episode, we're going to have Mr. Bruner's, uh, spirit animal pegged. And we've got a couple things flying around right now. I tried to come at him with B square. He shot that down. Everyone shut that down. Bumblebee, you liked you. Bumblebee's not dead in my opinion. <laughs> but, but you said always hard for a lefty. That's not really a spirit animal. We got to come up with like a, maybe a Southpaw looking character. Paw South Park. Uh, I don't know. Oh, all right. I all mean, right. if we're going to cope, if you're we're just going to go down that There's hole. an animal that's mostly predominantly left-handed. Look that up look while, we're, while we're on this. Dude. That's I, a great I can't thought I, right there, actually. They, they blame me for getting off track, and, and it's really them that throw me off, dude. Uh, um, so we're talking about you're your raised around a golf course. When did you start figuring out, like, like I'm like, I'm actually, I can, I can do something with this, maybe. I just always wanted to do it. I mean, when I was, so going way back, Rogers Park days, kind of before first tee, it was Urban Junior Golf. Um, and a couple of the people locally, Mike Cooper, who now works with the USGA, but he does a lot. Um, who was the other guy that taught up there? There was a guy, the younger guy at the time. When I first moved there, I took a couple lessons from him um, at Rogers Park. I thought he was I thought he was the pro there when I... Probably still is. Um, and I feel bad not remember his name. Yeah, you anyway. gotta put Brad in a rough spot. Sorry, dude. Yeah. All right. Well, Ed, oh, bro- TJ. Sorry, TJ. TJ. TJ yes, TJ. Yes. Dude, that's totally him. I took lessons from him. He's there. Is he really? Yeah, that's crazy. He's taking a lot of lessons from people. 
Yeah. <laughs> a lot of conflicting <laughs> information, probably. I'm, a, I'm sure you don't watch any YouTube videos either, do you? Mm-hmm. Golf swing? No. <laughs> yeah. Grab that. Show, show me your book. Oh, yeah. I know how to play golf. All right. Uh, let me, and speaking of, obviously, it's around a how to golf book in case it ever, in case it ever really gets bad. This is very uh, serious. We're playing together. I mean, the problem is, mo- I mean, Sawgrass, I, and he brings this out and he starts reading it. I'm assuming and I'm like, oh my God. that most people though, don't have this that. Is, this is a little below you, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that it is, man. I don't know that it is. It's uh, good for some people. That should be given to Fundamentals win championships. And sometimes this is good to remember like how to hit a bunker shot. Like it's just good. Railroad tracks. Yeah, I saw it. I mean, he, he, he will legit. Lineman. He'll get that out and start reading it mid-round. <laughs> uh, it works, dude. I'm he telling you. He also carries... Uh, swing aids in the back of the cart. Speaking of swing and, aids, and we'll get I like to, this is a great sponsorship opportunity. Them. And speaking of uh, sponsorship opportunities, Daphne, where's our sponsorship money? And also, uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Salted. We we give free ads around here until they start paying us for them. And uh, this one is They're one. They're not going to start paying. If <laughs> yeah, we just keep this doing is it one that I'd like to share with my uh, instructor. It's called Salted. Have you ever heard of this? No, so but, uh, no. Crane and Ocean Knight and I were all on a text thread, and we were we were like, oh, and and Crane wants to really understand his balance. So what's crazy, and I'll, I'll put a video up actually right now with my, because it records your video and then it shows you your weight balance and the transfer at impact and everything else. And what's interesting is Crane was like, hey man, I don't want to spend this much money on this stupid thing. And if anyone's down to spend money on swing aids, it's me. I've got literally mm-hmm. every single, you name it, dude. I've got the the hanger. I've got the divot board. I've got, you name it. I mean, um, so, but what's interesting is he was like, I don't want to pay for the whole thing, but he was like, I need someone that has similar feet. And uh, so Ocean Crane was like, I'm out. I got small feet. And then uh, one person gets the right one and one. Crane is a divorce attorney. He drew up some custody papers. So I have it one week and then he has it the next. So anyway, but um, so, okay. So then TJ, so he's out there. I don't know why I bring up TJ, but um, but like, when did you start playing tournaments? Like, was it like, what is someone like, I started playing golf, like kind of late in life. Like, when did you start playing tournaments? When did I start playing golf? Yeah. Uh, like no, competitive golf, like, competitive. High, like high school. Is that same with you or do you before that? I mean, it's high level or or not, right? Like the urban junior golf stuff we would have. Oh, okay. It would be like camps. But you remember the original Tiger golf shoes? Yeah. They were like hard as a rock, but they were, I don't know. They had them donated like a thousand pairs, right? So I'm just saying time-wise, that's when this was. The original Tigers, they were all black. They were like a heavy mesh. We would do these camps, but we would play a tournament every Friday um, between the Babe rocky and rogers right so every friday i had a tournament wow so that was cool i think that was good were you winning those all of them yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean i was like i would shoot 72 to 74 every time it was ridiculous wow do you still own the club course record carolyn is that Uh, i think it was brought up the other day i um it was 60 from the blues yeah i think now here's the thing because this is a question like can you 60 wow can you own a course record from the whites? Sure. A lot of courses it's just do. from the whites. See, that's what we were talking about. If Helzer shot 60 from the whites, that I don't think that's a course record. I think a course record has to be from the tips. Oh, there's multiple course records? I, I think, I think there can be a yeah. couple. If you go to TPC, now they have like course record from each tee. But then a lot of courses will be like, it can only be a tournament course record, right? Like there has to be a legitimate tournament round played it's all it's on the course right like yeah i guess it's up to the course yeah yeah 
I'm fine I, with multi T. I mean, if that's if, cool. If you don't have a freaking plaque for your albatross, mm-hmm. there's no fucking course record. Yeah, uh, we walked in the shop and I looked at the at Thornberry, the GM, and I said, "Hey, we might have a course record." And Helder just had sixty, and he was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm gonna have to do some research. I'm not sure what the course record is." Yeah, dude, they they don't care. Uh, shout out to Concert Golf. Thanks again for having us. But fix our greens and please uh, pay more attention to amazing stats like course records and also albatrosses to win tournaments. Plaques, you can, plaques on the on the, and on the location. Plaques on the golf. Tour. I think that's a great idea. You have to. That's for ridiculous. For shout out Concert Golf, really quick. They tried to give me a History. a four day old ham sandwich today at the turn. Dude, it's ridiculous. It had the date there. written on it. Like, what are you doing? Concert mm-hmm. fix our service. Uh, again, on. thanks for having us. We love it. Thank you. But the cheese, please. it's like. Now it's nacho cheese. It was nacho yeah. cheese. Yeah, that's on the ham. Notorious. Oh, like, the what, you gotta what get the, the tuna or chicken salad scoops, but that's a little dicey too if it's four days old. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't eat it. But you paid for it. Um I did. You know, I <laughs> <laughs> I think that the uh you know, I think that the plaque is a very interesting subject. We can absolutely explore that more if you'd like. I, I think these guys are tired of me talking about my albatross, but I do think that it's interesting that you know you have multiple courses. I don't know that there is. I think you got to got to have it from the blue, in my opinion. No offense to Brandon, I mean, it's still amazing. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Do you it's, have uh, any other course records? A few, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, amazing. the babe. I know the babe for sure. Uh, What'd you shoot that? there? Fifty-eight. Jeez, fifty-eight. Yep. What's par? Seventy. Par the last four holes too. Oh. Oh, that hurts. Just hanging on. You have multiple. E- you had a multi eagle. Um, on the backside, yeah. So it's uh, thirty five, thirty five. I shot twenty nine in the front, made the turn. I think I eagled ten, and then went birdie, birdie, par eagle, maybe. Mm. Is that six? Yeah, that's six. Yeah, and then part out. Please show this video of Mister Bruner sinking 300 putts in a row dude i watched this video i don't know how many views that thing had it was a scratch we'll give a shout out to whoever did it yeah, was scratch golf scratch golf shout out and by the way i'd love to partner with you guys uh and, and get some <laughs> get, some, get some love uh but i will just say that it was i the viewer the views went up because i watched that thing probably like 300 times today like i just i i can't believe someone can do that first of all secondly i can't believe that um, i put it like shit that week they were just doing like scratch was out there doing some stuff um that was in Portland at um, oh Pumpkin uh, Pumpkin Ridge Pumpkin Ridge. So we played that when we went out to this place, Bandon. No worries. I think they just came out there to do a couple of cool things, and they wanted to see. Like it was during one of the practice rounds, and they're like, "Hey, we're just. Do you want to do the video? Like we got a couple of guys that have done it. Um, just hit this six and a half footer, whatever it was, and trying to see how many you can make in a row. And it just got weird. Yeah. <laughs> how many was it? It was three hundred, and I stopped. Oh, you stopped. Yeah, because I was like. If we don't literally know like a world record, I'm not going to just break my back for right. Yeah, pre-tournament, right? I was like, would I keep going? Yeah, sure. But when I hit, I was it? hitting. I think I was hitting four balls at a time, right? So I would hit four. I would get out of the setup. Somebody would get them, toss oh them God. back, and I'd go back in. But it was like, yeah, at one point for sure, my feet are. You could probably see my feet moving a little bit, but and you know, eventually you you grow, you kind of dig a little groove, but. And if it's not in that groove on the start, it's 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 messing for sure, right? Like I had a couple of buddies talk, giving me That's shit. They're nuts. like, "Oh, we got a groove." It's like, "Fuck you!" Insane, dude. Insane. Like, I mean, and those greens were what kind of grasses out there? Like, I um, not Bermuda. Sure. No. Yeah, it's I a like pure it. place though. That's a sweet place. Could be I like love, a bed. I love that. I love that. Uh, Did you play Bandon when you're out there? No, no. He Caddy done Bandon. Did you? 
Mm-hmm. I worked at a lot of cool places. Now he's working for the pot. Now I give Brandon lessons. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you. Oh, Panda. I love you, Panda. Actually, you're, you're, actually, you're part of... Did I tell you about my albatross? And mm-hmm. that's pretty special. So absolutely, it's uh, special. all worked out. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take you guys with me to the moon after we partner with Scratch and Daphne and all. <laughs> <laughs> Getting back to your story. So then, when you started playing competitively, does it start in high school? I went to a specific school because they had a better golf team. It was still a public school, but I made that jump and basically knew no one. But that's pretty much when I started making decisions solely on golf. Wow. For sure. Yeah. Wow. At like, what point did you know, like, I'm, like, I'm way better than? I don't, I don't, I don't, wouldn't say I do as a point where I knew, but it's just you just keep plugging away, you're trying to get better. That's really what it was for me. Like every year, you know, you either you have status somewhere or you lose status. You could have a great year, but you're like, you could get better. It's just the way it is. Yeah. I didn't really think of it. I had goals, right? Lofty goals for sure. Um. I just try to stick to the process. Really, that's what I did. So then, in high school, like, were you winning? Were you winning all of them? Um, a lot of matches. My my main goal in high school was having a low scoring average. That's what I always went after, like these scoring average kind of goals. Back then, myself. were they were they tracking stats? Like, obviously not. You know, I mean, was it fossil? Like, uh, like that methodology where you're tracking everything, right? Like Scott Fawcett. Fawcett. Oh, wow. Hey, Ryan. Decade decade golf. Ryan, cut that out. Decade golf. Leave that in, Ryan. Another another sponsorship. Uh, Well, he is a fossil, by the way. And Scott, (laughs) I don't care if I tell you that. You're old school. And I love it. We need more fundamentals. Um, You think he's old school? Well, I mean, I think tracking. He's very new school. But we're like 50 years old from knowing like. From okay. like having range finders and like fucking yardages okay. on. Where's my range finders? Another T-shirt. <laughs> That's a great. Bushnell, t-shirt. please. Yeah. Yes. Bushnell. Yes. Thank you. I get where you're coming from. Thank Decade you. Golf. The how the app, the website, all of that is is dated. Yeah, it Logging is. Logging information for it's sure. Dated, it, you're like this is Pac-Man stuff for what sure. He, Visually, yes. thank you. That's Visually. what I Statistically, though, but what he's bringing so. to the golf world. That's what I meant. Thank is you. very it's a better way to say it is very ahead of his time it's interesting that you were tracking that though like scoring average like back then because i even even back then that was probably like a newer way to think like my kids probably were just like i'm trying to shoot a low score out here they're not thinking like averages and like trying to do math i don't know if it was like maybe that's how you earn player of the year back then i honestly can't remember but it was always two things i wanted right i wanted a low scoring average and i wanted to Make it look good in the paper because that's when they would print stuff, right? All the matches would be printed. So you'd be like, oh, that was a sweet fucking round. Nice 32. Right. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think my freshman year was like I was trying to be sub 40 for a scoring average in tournaments, and it was, it was like 39. But then by the time senior year, I think it was 34.4, I think is what wow. it was by the time I was senior. Do you think that it's harder? To basically make it in golf, is it harder now or harder harder then? I just think it's a new era. I think it's what does it, what it, define it, make it? Well, I mean, like, like, do you think the competition, like, obviously the competition, I would think now is harder than it was back then. Deeper, deeper. Right? The scores, the top players are still shooting the same scores per se, right? But there's just so many more. That's always what separated the PGA Tour from, we'll say, the Corn Ferry or Latin Tour, right? Like, PGA Tour. Each week, maybe there's a hundred guys that literally could win, right? There's a select few, this this group of maybe 15 that's more, more favored, but 
you go to a tour like Latin tour, like a lot of the guys don't have a chance to win. They they earn their status, but they don't have a chance to win. You can't say anybody in the field is going to win. Yeah, they're just, it's just not as deep, right? Like the when you look at the cuts in general, uh, golf's just it's technology now. Especially your, these kids are coming up from you know TrackMan technology, and it's just they've gotten so much more information at a young age. Yeah, speaking of information, by the way, one of the contests we're running is the flight scope. It's a used one, but we're gonna give this some, we're gonna give this puppy away. It's actually Amiibo uh, Amiibo Plus, and for our what one of the subscribers, we're gonna figure this uh, fifth thousandth the fifth thousandth subscriber, we're gonna give that thing away. Um, it's broken actually. I it I was using it the other day and it, it actually broke on us, but it we still works pretty good. Um, unless Mebo Plus wants to give us a sponsorship, this is a great opportunity for you to do it. But you're you're right, dude. Like I think that is technologies like. Dude, it's it's amazing. I mean, I've got literally souls. Um, that sounded weird. Literally souls that you put. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> Shoe inserts. Shoe <laughs> inserts is a much better way to <laughs> say <orthotics>. it. <laughs> souls. Uh, I have. Um, yeah, the or support does look nice in those. Things. I mean, dude, like we should hook this thing up and put our nipple mics on and go out there and like hit some. I mean, we don't have any lights out there, but we can probably make it work. But uh, it was amazing, like just to be able to see the. I mean, like you didn't have any of this shit back then. Like, no. it, now was this pre-Tiger or this was like kind of during Tiger? So the the big run of like people who were interested in golf hadn't even happened yet. I imagine now with everyone that popularity of golf has only increased, I guess, yeah. since then, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. anyway, I don't think golf has ever been more popular than it is right now. And do you think uh, full swing helped? It probably will. I think it's going to only get better, get more. Oh, the Netflix stock. I think it was already quite. I think COVID helped. Yeah, mm-hmm. COVID did help for Thanks, sure. Thanks, COVID. We have a good. I, we should. We have a qualified person too on rolling the ball back. So oh yeah, what do you think of that? Brad in favor. Great, I panda pro or anti. That's what you're here the ball for. Back. Yep, I'm here to be nerdy. I mean, the ball thing. I mean, in in the end, to me, it's about you know the PJ Tour. Everybody's an entertainer. That's really what it is, right? You're selling tickets. You're selling sponsorship. They're a business. And if you don't get to see a guy like Bryson hit it 340, granted he's not on the tour, the PJ tour anymore. To me, that's taken away from the fans. Like, oh, he busted it and it went 300. Wow, 300. Like somebody at their club hits it 300. Somebody, good chance that they're not going to be able to see somebody hit it 330, 340. You average 308, 309 on, on the Corn Ferry or something like that. You're the analytics guy. <laughs> I thought I saw that, but now I think so. Yeah, it was uh, for me. I was always it wasn't necessarily the longest. The weird thing is about the Corn Freight Tour. The way they do statistics is they do two holes each day. Oh, interesting. One into the wind, one downwind. And no sometimes, way. Yeah, one, sometimes they would give you a hole where if you're trying to manage the golf course, you're not even hitting a fucking driver. Right. Right. Exactly. So it's like, well, that's kind of shitty. Do you, but do you know like pre round which holes those are? Um, not always, no. Because to me, it's like it's a big bug. It is what it is, right? Like I'm just gonna yeah, yeah, play yeah. my game. But that you eventually, after the first round, you know where they're doing it. Bird? Is that a bird? I got it. <laughs> panda, eat it, panda. Mr. Miyagi, this thing. We've seen bigger in here, though. I mean, yeah, this is actually that's yeah, said. that's actually quite docile compared to what we're used to. We're used to things. Um, <laughs> the uh, oh, oh, he's. The koala got him. Not gonna lay eggs in its oh, fucking face. Geez. Wouldn't be the first. <laughs> better, better take a number. <laughs> <laughs> Your putting average was like one point seven or something crazy. Like something I worked on the last year, but it just honestly was. 
it was never my favorite, like statistic wise. It was one of the main things I focused on. Like I said, if I can get even top 40 in putting on the tour, I'm going to, it's going to be a great year because my drive, my total driving was usually one of my best statistics. So distance and accuracy, right? And scrambling was always good as well. Dude, you're amazing at scrambling. I've only played golf with you maybe once or twice. The few times I have played with you, that was the, that I always tell these guys, like, that's the difference between someone like you and like, well, I mean, there's a lot of difference between someone like you and someone like me, but, but I think that like the scrambling, the up and down, the putting is just amazing, dude. And you don't even notice it, even playing with Brandon. What's crazy about it is you'll play around a golf and all of a sudden you realize that, oh, they just shot, they just shot 67. When those guys, like when he's playing or, or Brandon's playing, they're only missing a few greens per round. But like, they're always getting up and down. Up and down. It's but you're always getting up and down. Like, yeah. Right. I mean, you'd like to say so. I mean, you'd like I, to say I, always. Yeah. The the good the, the crazy stuff is sometimes if you're really looking at some of the guys that are shooting like 67 in a tournament, they may only hit nine or 10 greens, right? Yeah, like that's that's crazy. That's the real that's the ticket right there, right? When you can hit 10 greens and still shoot four or five under. Wow. Jeez, man. It's crazy. What's your take on the live? I mean, that's that's serious money. The thing is, it's like the, all, all those guys for the most part, besides a few, have spent a lot of time on the road away from their families right and they're like man i could just cash in right now and be able to spend more time with my family and make more money it's For like sure. what, what everybody loves playing out there but to an extent it you know billy knows you're, you're on the road you've been on the yeah. road forever even yeah. more countries than anybody on the pga tour for the most part and it's just yeah. that'll wear on you especially if you have family for sure yeah no i mean i, I totally get why they do it I just, I hate that they're not all playing the same tournament. Like, I just like seeing the best play the best, and I feel like now it's divided somewhat. I think it does amp up the majors, though. I think that'll be pretty cool. I mean, the majors, if, they allow them, if they allow them to play. Well, I don't think, I thought I read today that the U.S. Open, if you, if you qualify for the U.S. Open on their qualification standards already, so past winners or past, you know, uh, PGA winners or whatever it is, um, they'll still allow you to play. But they won't give special exemptions to guys that maybe would be ranked high enough if they were playing on the PGA Tour. So like that guy, um, was it Taylor Gooch, who's won two events in a row, right? He doesn't have a high enough world golf ranking to qualify for the U.S. Open. They won't give him a special exemption. But he could qualify if he if he played like the... Uh, if he went and did a U.S. Open sectional. Yeah, he could literally do local and then sectional. He'll probably be at sectional, so he'll get an exemption based on his tour I'm, I'm assuming unless they really went deep in it but and started really just cutting them down at the knees, but it's like, mm. yeah. How long were you on? Like, how long did you do the Corn Ferry? I think I played 60 events, something wow. close to that, 55, yeah. 60. If you are in the top 10 on the Corn Ferry, then you get, wait. 25. Top 25. Well, there's the, I'll let Brad go, yeah. but there's a 25 for the regular season, and then there's a 25 in the playoffs. Yeah. Have they made it harder to get on the PGA Tour or easier? Like harder, harder. Well, it was probably in thirteen when they took away, like the the original Q school where you could go to Q school. That's what I okay. And get, Which was fucking sick. You used to just be able to peg it for a couple of days and make it up, make it to the big tour. Like, and at least one of the rounds was at at least one of the sections. I'm sorry, was at Lake Javita at one point. Yeah, but you used to be able to directly go to the PGA Tour from mm -hmm. wherever. But wait a minute, so you could play, you could just play one event. 
at the PGA. It's not one event. I think it was six rounds. Was, I mean, you had yeah, to get through multiple sections and stages. Yeah. But to let's get say there. You, let's say you make it. Where you just get one PGA Tour opportunity? Or? No, I mean you would have probably some. You would have full. You wouldn't be fully exempt into every event, but you would have full status. It's a ranking basis still. So even from the Corn Ferry to the to the PGA Tour, the top twenty five, the only guy that's going to get every start guaranteed, besides certain special invitationals, is the number one on the money list. So then everybody else, like if you're twenty fifth versus twentieth, guy at twentieth is going to get more starts than you guaranteed. Wow! So you got your tour card, but you still have to work for it. Um, and then the big difference is they only do top seventy five, right on the. Oh. Corn Ferry, PJ Tours, one twenty five keeps your card, so you could literally finish, you know, seventy six technically, and you got to go. Yeah, you would go to you would so the the next ten seventy six to eighty five would go to final stage. Wow, right? But you're not. You'd be a conditional member, but you're not. You got to go back to Q school technically. Wow, yeah, that could be a whole pod of two of just Q yeah. school that we could get into with Brad. Yeah, like Q school, Q school is awesome. I mean, it's not awesome for you guys that have to do it, but. It's awesome in just like a sadistic golf way. Yeah, no, it's crazy. And it's, it, it took, it's a learning curve to me too, right? Like it took me a while to figure it out. Cause I was always, I would always go to Southern Hills cause it's mm-hmm. right here. And I'm like, I'm going to go to Southern Hills. Probably went there four times per second stage. Never got through, went to a different site. And I think I went four out of five times I got through to finals. And wow. so, I mean, you get to finals, at least you're conditional Yeah, and it gives you it's insane. That I'm so nerdy. Is. I go watch Q school at Southern Hills. Yeah. Well, I what take about, work off and just go spectate. Yeah. Cause it's awesome. Cause you can, there's no like ropes or anything. Like you can just stand behind them. Like you can just walk with them and stuff. Yeah. Like, and I'm just a super <laughs> golf dork. Like one year, Karadek, Abby Bonrat and Spencer Levine were in the same group. And I was like, ah, I'm, that's what I'm doing for the next two Spencer days. Just like watch recently. them. Yeah. Shout out Spence. Can I ask some silly questions now? We could get Spencer on here. Potentially. Oh, I would absolutely <laughs> lose my mind if we get Spencer Levine on the podcast. Will, he will do some weird stuff to him in the shed. I uh, say that. I mean, I'm just saying, like, he's a he's like, he's pretty have chill, to, dude. Yeah. He's chill. Shout out Sacramento. We've got a guys on remotely that don't have to. No, we're, we're, we got the tech set up. I don't know if y'all noticed that little window I got going on there. That was I'll all. I'll Spencer new. Levine here if we can get him. Yeah, he, he'll, again, he uses uh, Southwest, and we do have some Southwest miles. Unfortunately, there's a lot of legs involved uh, with the yeah, Southwest. It's not going to be direct, but we'll get you here. <laughs> who, was the dude, who was the dude that, uh, shout out to this guy, because I loved him. I only met him that one day, but we played golf with him, and you were playing the, uh, you were playing the match play deal in, I want to say Texas or something, the next day, and he was there. He, was, he had a beard. He had an amazing beard. He was a big dude. Matt Campbell. Yes, Matt Campbell, and that guy was amazing. He could hit the ball so far. And uh, I think that was it was me and you were it's yes and you yes and Matt were yes and yes that's right that's right yeah and now I, I forgot about that shout out Matt Campbell but, yeah. in your mind like what is the difference between you who is like the best golfer I've ever seen like one of them and then like a Jordan Speed or like a like a top ten well, I don't even know if Jordan top ten like a top ten level the best guys putt the best as well as a strike the ball right I I mean putting is. That's how you win tournaments. Yeah. Oh, we, we've had this conversation. Everyone at your level can hit the ball. Like it could be, all of you guys are good ball strikers. Your your take on it was that it's it's that it's that two or three percent probably mentally. Yeah. So the so the question was phrased. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll use you as an example. If someone could say, like, who would you say has the best mental toughness, resiliency, is the most clutch of all time? Tiger. Tiger. Okay. So you take Tiger's skill set on that side. You don't get to touch anything, how he hits the ball or anything like that, but you 
think like him, you believe like him, you trust yourself like him, everything on that side. Who, in your opinion, has the best golf swing of all time? I mean, just name. Who, who's the best golf swing? Like, yeah, who, who, swing. Who swings it the best? Who has the best golf swing? Tiger. Okay, say I mean, somebody other than Tiger. Say someone other than Sure. Rom. Say someone other Adam Scott is always notoriously for great golf pretty. swing, right? Sure, but it's textbook, right? Say it's someone else, couples, even which is not even good to say textbook. There's like none. Just say someone other than Tiger. We can't use Tiger and Tiger. Yeah, he just wants to be tech. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying, who's got the best swing? It's yeah, like, I mean, look at look at Will Zalatoris. His stats mm-hmm. of greens and reg are like the best, especially sure. corn ferry. Yeah, he goes sick. out there, but if you look at his swing, you'd be like, no. Look at Scotty Scheffler at at impact. Yeah, okay. His feet are like, yeah, he's like, all over the like place. Brandon? It's not. It's okay, just so it's weird. That's point, a hard one. Yeah, the point is, are you taking Tigers for your own game? Are you taking Tigers skill set that now you own, or are you gonna take Let's use Tiger. Tiger's swing that now you own. What of Tiger do you want? Skill set or mental? Yeah. Uh, no, will... just swing. You don't get like his putting or anything. It's just his swing. <laughs> it's so what are we we're saying? Either his swing or so basically his the, mental? The idea yeah. is, yeah, so like all of the stuff with actually hitting <laughs> the golf ball, right? So just like how you think, how you go through your process, your dedication, your mental resiliency, your toughness how you handle pressure, all of that stuff, or now actually how you hit the golf ball. What of Tigers do you want? I would go with the swing. You'd go the swing. Yes. Interesting. This kind of ties into what you're doing now um, with teaching. Because like for me, an amateur, uh, I mean, I hit a lucky shot. Uh, And by the way, I'm happy to tell you guys about it again whenever you guys want. As an albatross win a tournament. For me, I'm always trying to work on my swing. I mean, I've literally got... Soles or shoe inserts here again. Shout out to Star, one of our sponsors, Salted. Terrible name for a swing aid, by the way, but it works. I mean, it's amazing. Um, but what's the reasoning there? Not to get off subject, but yes, yeah. I thought that's it's a weird name. That's strange. Salted, uh, is that because you share nice. them with your friends and they're just salty yeah. by the end of the yeah, yeah nice and crusty. swapping? I'm not sure. I mean, there's probably a reason they're made out of we'll salt. We'll do a deep dive into that. So, so. What what you're saying though, right? You're saying I work on more of the swing. Like I do swing aids. I'm looking at divot boards. I'm trying to like I go take lessons from Panda. I do. I'm trying to work on my swing. Whereas for someone at your level, you know, it could probably make like you're you're already probably striking the ball extremely well. A lot of times, it may make more sense to focus on the mental side or the Scott Fossil uh, aspect of but things. But it depends. <laughs> if, someone, if somebody like Brad who feels like he had a good pulse on his mental side, why would he? take that mm-hmm. but i think yeah, it's easier the, the question was proposed as joel damon who clearly struggles with a was little a self-confidence a and self-belief and commitment. so i feel like joel damon no. would take tiger tiger's mental skill set i mean you can teach swing in a big. golf club but you cannot teach that athleticism yeah. that he had i think you can teach more and someone can work at mental more than they can get that natural ability yeah like that's true too some people just can't hit it 350 yards you cannot teach I, you can get teach distance but you cannot teach everybody to hit it 350 you can teach people how to react unless you get these insert inserts right here and you are able to shift your weight at the right time uh, again salted <laughs> terrible thing even tiger though like tiger had multiple swing coaches he had he changed the swing multiple times i mean he's the best literally the best player like i, I don't know it's just an interesting question because like i don't know what it is 
Um, I can't have my guests getting eaten by mosquitoes. Yeah, I, I, uh, okay, a couple of silly questions now. So one of our, we actually have rules. This is one of the best things about our podcast. Because we have zero subscribers, but yet we have rules. We have negative subscribers. We, have we negative eliminate people. We, we actually, if you... There's Delete. A few, yes. We, let me share with you some of the ones that, we're, that we have right now. So one is glove putters. Even though some of the best did it, which I didn't even know about, we've, we've, we're, we've, come, to, uh, we've come to consensus on that. And then also, no ball retrievers. Mm. Also, pay your fucking bets. That's why I was really hard on, mm. on Shepard here uh, to pay his bet. And I was actually going to pay it for him to make sure that I didn't. Because I didn't want... I, don't I want know he does pay. He just... Of course. Like he said, he's... Dude, got we don't hang on. out with people that don't pay their bets. Right. Uh, fast pay makes fast friends. Fast play is one for sure. Oh, fast pay. pay. And then he fast, didn't say fast, fast pay. Fast, fast pay and fast play. Now I, I'm, a, I'm okay with like I said Venmo uh, account like activity. Like I don't even care if like wins losses. Like I don't care if you win or lose a lot. I lose a lot. I lose mostly, uh, unfortunately lately. Thanks Panda. But I think that, uh, <laughs> but I think, but I think that uh, the activity history's got to be like you gotta you gotta pay your bets and you gotta like have some gambling going on. Okay, so if it's a bet that I personally lose, I I'm pretty quick at paying. Yeah. yeah. But when it's a bet where I, you know, I collect. He's the organizer. I organize like everything. Yeah, so we have if we have twenty guys yeah. playing and everyone sends sends me a hundred bucks, and we're paying out. You know, four places in singles and two places in teams and skins, like it legit will take me 15 minutes to sit down and do all of it. Sometimes I just like I have a lot of shit going on. I don't have 15 minutes to sit down and do math and not have anyone interrupt me and get it right because I don't want to be sending people wrong amounts of money and then they say no this this. I just want to make sure I charge. get it right. So it just takes me a second. Yeah, so sometimes should, I'm just you, you know I might be cut. two or three days behind, but I'm always paying. Yeah. No, I, I think you should charge for that. In fact, I actually am the only one that's probably ever sent you a monthly payment for I did it for a couple of months. I'm like, why am I the oh, only yeah. one doing this? <laughs> I stopped doing it. But I'm like, I, I'm like a little why? deposit. Yeah. No, I'm like, one needed. no, I'm like, no, that I'm could like, be a thing. No, no, no. The deposit. I like that idea a lot. Yeah, just pay up front. Can I just, yeah. Before you, just you pay, even pay no, it. I just paid him a monthly subscription for like, thank you for right. being like organizing all this. Yeah. Like, thank you. Like 20 bucks extra. Like, here you yeah, go. He'd send me like 20 bucks and be like, hey, thanks for organizing the games for the month. And then next month, I'd get nice 20 bucks. Like, who else does that? Like, how nice? Like, that's amazing. Uh, anyway, uh, we didn't talk about how nice I am. Everyone knows how great I am. Um, Except for Kara Wood, who didn't give me a plaque or anything for my. We're age. talking about some things to Brad of what. Yeah. What like, are some things that you see? Get if us you're back like, on the rails. Yeah, this guy's, this guy's probably not keeping it under ninety. No, no. Well, rules for. Or first. what are we? What are you eliminating? Yeah. yeah. Iron Iron head covers. Iron is head another covers. One. Oh, great one. Except at one point you had iron head covers and no other head covers, yeah, including the putter. Ooh, that's weird. Yeah, that's the full that's Mongolian actually, reversal right there. Weird's okay. Actually, we've made a career out of being weird, uh, and, and weird's okay, but that is no iron head covers. I can't have that. And the only reason I had those, Brad, is because I had those Mizunos. Actually, I, last time I played with you, I had them, and you were probably like, what is this dude playing with these things? They were the copper ones that had the copper flipped on the outside, uh, the Mizuno uh, MP20s or whatever. Yeah, had, mega I, blades with iron covers, but then the so driver, the driver and the putter just dinging into each my other question, for eighteen holes I feel down like the it's fairway. Very personal, right? People don't want to iron cover. People, yeah, don't want to talk about their iron covers. Right, like, it's like a like it kind of takes balls to bring iron covers out to me. I like, mean, that's such a slower way to play golf. Like, you got to be kidding me. Like, why? It why adds like no. a half a second. I don't think it's why? slower. It's scummy, but I don't know that it's slower. You're taking one off and putting it back on after every shot. What if you have the wrong club? You got to take it off that oh. one, put that one back on. Bro, you're back. the one that had one. I, I got I got rid of them. I, 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 first of all, I couldn't hit those clubs. I don't know why. When did you get rid of them? Like iron covers. Uh, 
I'd say like I probably I probably lasted like a couple weeks with that. Like I didn't what have year? It wasn't. It was it pre Albatross or during or post? It was. It was pre. God, that's a great question. So I don't the, know. Did I? The covers might have been on for the Albatross. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Because it might be worth bringing that back. Yeah. Find your mojo. Yeah. Fuck everybody. There's a guy on the PJ Tour who goes two gloves and iron covers. His name's Aaron Rye. I've LV. seen that. It was an interesting reason. He just like he wanted to. Be humble ish, right? Yeah. Wasn't it? That's why we yeah, use iron like his, covers. Yeah, it's like his no, dad no, no, got he him. used iron covers because he he uh, grew up without a lot of money, and his right. parents were always buying him clubs, so he got used to taking care of the stuff that he got. So it's like a way to to stay humble and stay like yeah. true to himself. Um, who else would you kick off? Like glove putting. Here's a two big gloves. One. This oh, is oh, I, I don't even like to bring family into this, but my father in law uses iron head covers. Get rid of them. Great guy. Great guy, but we got to get rid of him. Sorry, Mr. We don't want to say a real name. We just got to sit him down. Yeah. Mr. Brad's father-in-law. Um, you know what? I mean, I get it. We can't. I'm not, I'm not going to watch on the iron covers. I what actually if, don't get it. That's the point. I don't even get it. It's you are throwing. You are sending these clubs in an ideal situation 90 to 100 miles an hour into the ground of dirt <laughs> and rocks. Oh, well, that's a great point. I mean, what in the hell are you protecting? <laughs> well, okay, so then what's the point of driver head covers then? Because I hate driver head covers, but I, I, on my new... By the way, I call my... Because it the, has paint. I got the new Paradigm, uh, right? And uh, and I, I, I've reluctantly decided... fit for Paradigm. One mm, of them. And, boom. And the only one that works for me is the driver. <laughs> so so the I got the new driver, and I call it the Will Smith. And the reason I call it the Will Smith is because it sounds like Will Smith smacking the shit out of Chris Rock at the Oscars oh. uh, if you catch it right. And then I call my three-wood the Jada, and I call my uh, five... My, <laughs> tell it. You can tell it. Hey, so, okay, uh-huh. listen to this. We we're in the car all, all psyched up for our master's trip. We drive up to um, Ponte Vedra, which he also can't say, and um, we're going to play a course. And he gets out his bag. These guys check out this new five wood I picked up. And he picks it up, and it has first of all, it has a, a hybrid head cover on it. So we're like, what the hell is this? And I I open it up and I look at it, and he bought a four hybrid instead of a five wood. Yeah. Is it still in play? What well, had yeah, it was the best club I hit all week. It was <laughs> here's the thing. It it uh it doesn't have the four or the five on it. It actually has the degree of loft. And I'm sorry, like I don't know the degree of loft. It has a twenty-three on it or something silly. Like I don't know the degree of loft. I'm not that like into golf that like I know. So <laughs> I'm not that into, yeah, not golf. into it. So, I have nine hundred <laughs> swing aids, but I don't know what loft equals. But what my club. point was just get on my back. But my point was that like I have I have head covers on my drivers and like Every, all of that but like what's the point you're still smacking it into a ball like really fast and like wh- like it's just a lot of work and like a lot to keep up with and you're not gonna get that much more out of it like i i, I don't know you guys Profes- really- professional point of view right yeah this is just me on an iron top line the top line you see is very minimal like right but yeah when you set a driver down and it's got nicks all over the top oh, of the head oh that's a good point yes okay all right that makes sense good a little more delicate paint. Good answer. Good answer. All right. You want it all chipped and beat up. All right. All right. That's a good point. All right. So, okay. Any other additions? Should we kick anyone else off here? And we slow play. Yeah. What's a bad look? Uh, Oh, man. What's just a not great look out there? Because I've probably done it. Uh, I've I've had most of the bad looks out there. I've whined after betting too much and then, like, hit a ball out of bounds. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Give me some examples and I'll. 
Yeah, or nay them. I don't because it's hard. It's just I don't know that bad looks co- like yeah. Iron covers are very noticeable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Multi glove, more than one glove. A fourteen oh, way it. bag instead of just like the Ooh, standard six yeah. way bag. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, you're that's just bad. not going to be elite. There's like a there's like a good. handicap maximum if you've got the fourteen. But again, got the fourteen. Those go hand in hand. Those guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. But fourteen bag divider and iron covers. Fuck those guys. I think we I think we create a side hustle of Brad just shows up places with a, with all of these things and then he's like, Yo, you, you trying to play, bro? Alien wedge, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'd be like it'd be like punked. It'd be like you'd be like, got like, like the, Oh, looking. the the golf sandals is a good one. They make like foot joys that's like a sandal, but it's got spikes. That's a tough look. So it is. I would. I'm. I'm going with those over iron covers, though. Okay. I'd, I'd have to That's... take myself off the pod because I've had those before. Nice. I when I first moved to Florida, I'm like everyone wears sandals. I'm like, why would I wear shoes when I can wear sandals? Sandals with spikes in them. So, uh, did you wear metal spikes on Corn Ferry? Um, I did a little early on. <laughs> yeah. And then the the real pain. I didn't find it beneficial enough for me. The real pain is when you're going to the clubhouse because then you need to literally carry another pair of shoes or you see a lot of guys walking into dining socks. in socks. Wow. And your shoe, it's just like, to me, it wasn't necessary. If I thought it was going to be an advantage, for me, some people are more have more footwork, right? They move differently, but I don't know. Shout I out definitely, Scheffler. Yeah. yeah is Scheffler wearing metal spikes and doing all oh, that with his oh, feet? I, no I would think so. I think he'd rip and yeah, it's a, a He knee. wears a tiger, but he wears a tiger shoe, but I I don't know if it's a metal spike, but I would assume not. I know Tiger and Phil are a, a metal spike. You'd see a lot of guys um, doing one foot in metals and others are no way yeah wow this is why yeah. dude thank you for so much for joining us tonight yeah, this we is amazing never known. we would have never known that do they stamp their clubs with like the uh i've heard this too where you may have like a particular club and then you'll st- you'll stamp it titleist and by the way titleist if you want to sponsor us i'm not saying that titleists are bad i'm just saying that like i'm using that as the first club that can so or mizuno or whatever like if you're comfortable playing mizuno but you get sponsored by titleist you can play mizuno but we'll stamp it with the titleist not at the corn fairy level. I mean, if it is, I mean, the only person that comes to mind on that whole thing is Tiger back yeah. in the day, right? Because like, I heard he did that, right? Like with Nike, I mean, like he was playing. Heard, like, yeah. I, it's hard to say. I never saw it, so I couldn't say for sure, right? I don't know. If you but hear the, about it enough, it tends to be kind of true in a way, right? Right. What That's, was he doing? Oh, I got you. Tiger has like a club builder. His name's Mike Taylor. He does artisan golf now. And the old alleged rumor was that his irons weren't really Nike. They were like a Miura or another Japanese company, and they would just like stamp a swoosh on it. So Miura, I know in, I in know. tennis they do this. It's very common. Oh, in we paint the rackets. Yeah, so yeah, that ten- makes sense. In, in tennis, like players aren't using technology today. So like, um, any any of the top top male players are using rackets that were probably made close to fifteen years ago, and they just every year when like Head or Wilson or Babolat releases the new technology and the new racket and they change the cosmetic, the player's rackets stay the exact same. They just paint it differently to look like the new one. And, and two, and the only thing I've heard in in a marketing, for a marketing reason, which is mostly why they would do it, there's only so many players that actually move the needle, right? Right. Say there's 10 guys that actually people are like, if that's what he's playing, more people are going to buy it. Otherwise, the guy that's maybe 50th on tour, nobody is going to go buy those clubs. Some will, but not as much as if like how, what about Bridgestone when Tiger started playing Bridgestone balls, right? It's like they had to go through the roof, 
right? Nobody's buying Bridgestones before Tiger played Bridgestones. Uh, Good question here for you, Brad. Mm. Yeah. What's your favorite club manufacturer? Like, go through. So, like, drivers, or, like, just say driver and fairway woods, irons, wedges, putter. Currently or ever historically. And, like, what would guys play if money wasn't, if they weren't getting contracts? Yeah, what what would you feel like most guys would play if money wasn't, you know? In the last few years, we'll say that, right? If no somebody wasn't under a contract, people are playing ping drivers, um, at least from the 425. Um, That was huge. Uh, Was that ping drivers, you think? No, it's it was a stat. Oh, like no no contract guys are playing. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Thank you. What other flavors you got in there? Um, you get a pineapple dog. You can have a claw if you want a claw. He said he didn't want it. You don't want a pineapple. I love Miras. You can have whatever those are if you want one of those. They were great. I think Miras are good. Uh, Mizuno blades. As far as blades, right? Blades go. Miras. Probably the best that I've hit. Uh, the more of the boutique brands, I, I couldn't say I haven't hit them right, but mirrors are for a production company are probably as good as it gets. Then I would probably say Mizuno's. What about wedges? Wedges? I mean, the thing is, I've always played Titleist, but they're cast. They're not even forged, which wouldn't even be the best feel, but they still feel good, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I, I've just, I don't really, I've never changed balls in a way. I've always stayed Titleist. The ball changes, but I don't. I try to stay within a certain ball that they offer. Um, you know, putters. Putters are. How many putters do you own? Oh, probably (laughs) thirty. Oh, and then to his point, um, most kangaroos are left-handed. I found out, so he can be a kangaroo. I think that's actually kind of fitting. You got a pouch on you, dude. Look at your shirt! That's amazing! That's amazing, Panda! That's good. That's what you're here for! That's what you're here for! That's amazing! This is, oh, that's great! Sorry, I might knock all our cameras and shit. All right, I got excited about that. I get real excited about spirit animals. That's a big thing I'm passionate about. So, the, uh... You've been christened. Yes. (laughs) I'll take it. Kangaroo! That's a great... It's not gonna stick. I've had, like, five. Yeah, because you keep saying, I don't like mine. I want a new one. terrible. The only reason I was you don't get to you don't have a say though. A month in Australia, dude. He just started calling me Panda, and I just went with it. Uh, And by the way, his wife calls him Panda now, and Mm -hmm. when they're making out, and then the the koala still make out. The only (laughs) 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 the only reason that he doesn't like koalas because we started doing research on koalas, and they we found out they're pretty stupid. (laughs) (laughs) They're like the dumbest animal. Like you, you, kangaroos is left handies, uh, yeah, or southpaws. Question for you: Mm. Do you call do you call a right-handed person North Paul? Definitely not. <laughs> it's just something I, um, why they call people. So, okay, could you, let's get to the silly questions. This is what I'm all about. Um, this is really why I'm here for. You know, mm-hmm. are you considered, this is, we brought this up with your your brother, Bald Eagle. Is it? Oh, yeah, are you lefty everything? I am. What What makes you a left or right? Is it the way you write? I think it is, right? Like, I think that's what determines whether or not you're left-handed or right-handed. Is it the way you write? What you eat with. Okay, which is gonna be the same as you write. Yeah. Uh that was silly. No, because I eat with my left hand. Oh, you're free. I'm right handed. Psycho. Though. Shepherd eats people. <laughs> you're actually left handed. <laughs> Shepherd eats people. Uh I shoot, I, I shoot pool lefty. Do you? Yes. The whole wow. your whole family's what eye dominant are you? Left. Are you? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I don't the That's whole eye dominant thing, I don't know if that even goes. I asked what are you guys? 
You're 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 left. What are you? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I, I think both eyes are. I, bl- I blame my shitty putting on being right eye. That's you don't know what which it is. We have a democracy. We right now? It are we doing it? Takes a second. Huh? We'll open both first. Oh, oh, and that's now, what you do. Okay, close one. Okay, that's way over on the right. Close the other one. Oh, it stays right there with the left. So you're, you're right. Left. So you, so you're, no, he's right eye. Yeah, right eye. Okay. What does that mean? <laughs> well, we don't know. Your the, whole life is a lie. <laughs> on the tennis court, I can tell you what that means. Have I been have I been living my life yeah. like the wrong way? Wrong. Like, on the tennis court, if you're right eye dominant and a ball's coming to you this way and you're turning this way to hit a forehand, you're tracking it with your left eye, but your right eye is dominant. That changes things, just like a backhand does. If you're turning this way, now you're tracking it with your right eye, which is closer to the ball. That changes how you would move to the ball, your footwork patterns. It changes a lot of things at a very high level. Hey, do you want to join our tennis league that we're going to restart back up? Uh, we oh, we yeah. had it. Dude, that was fun, wasn't it, Panda? What are you, who are you texting? Are you texting your wife? To, no. Well, I look anymore. over on one of the pods. It's okay. You can do it. One time we, we were- still make out. He needs we to were check doing his a, phone. Yes. We were doing a pod and, and he was taking a picture. I'm like, what are you taking a picture of? And he goes, I'm just proving to my wife that I'm actually doing a podcast. She thinks it's completely bizarre that I'm spending three hours in a shed with a bunch of dudes every week. <laughs> Said it'd be, it'd be better if I was cheating. <laughs> she'd, she'd be like, okay, I actually understand that. Because <laughs> yeah. I try to explain it. She's like, well, who listens to it? I'm like, well, no one no, yet. No one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we haven't any of them. She's like, what are all the cameras for? Is it live streaming? Like, no. Mm. <laughs> Half the time, I want him to get these to record. I have him trained to like look at the record button. As long as that record button's happening, then we're good. I think the next thing I want to ask you is silly questions. Caddy situation on Corn Ferry. How do you how do you find your caddy? Like, do you have one that you're you're regular with, or do you? I did last year. Okay. Um, but uh, most of my starts were as a conditional player. So you're kind of, you can't really guarantee somebody starts like, Hey, we're in this week, but we got to play well for the reshuffle. And then you don't know. So it's hard to get people to commit. Um, So then you're getting some locals. Yeah. And that would get harder on Latin tour. Those are interesting times Mm -hmm. for sure. So how long, how long were you on the Latin tour? Two years. Okay. And uh, what was that like? Yeah. Just was something. Yeah. Just spill it all. That's got to be. I mean, we super could start with. Um, I heard that there's. I don't know if it's Panama or Colombia or whatever, but I was talking it. to somebody. Well, because I'm getting so excited, I heard that there's like <laughs> a uh, like a casino that's a brothel, and you can double on any number at blackjack. I don't know. I don't know about that. I one. think it was Columbia. I your mouth is like I you're regardless. I need, I need to get there. I was like ready to book a plane ticket. Like you can double at we any time. We love degenerates. We love degenerates. <laughs> I will say in general, my gambling in South America never went well. You're always okay. getting fucked. Somehow. Gotcha. Are you guys gambling with each other on the course when you're playing these? these there be some. There was always a match. I didn't get into it for a while. I didn't know about it until some of my buddies told me. Um, because you have to keep it quiet, probably, right? Eh, I mean, not really. One of the guys, especially Corn Ferry, he'd always come around during practice. And he's like, you guys, you guys aren't gambling, are you? Like, kind of in a way where, like, I'm just saying that to cover our our end, but it's like, you know, we're fucking gambling out here. Like, yeah. like this is, these are long days. So we got to make it worth something. But it was always a thing, like, especially if it's like Saturday and you're probably T64. You well, this is mostly like practice rounds, but okay. But during tournaments, there was always a bet that was going on with, Anywhere from probably six to twelve guys, it would be a uh, bogey free. Ooh. If you went bogey free, everyone owed you a hundred. If you went birdie free, you had to pay mm. everyone two hundred. Oh, that's a good one. 
Yeah. So oh, you're, you're like, that's, oh tough. that's why you're on. That's a good one. That is a good one, dude. That's all right. Good. That's thank you for that. Okay, let's just say Brando gets all these sponsorships and I'm able to get you a sponsorship exemption into the Masters. Would you rather have, which could ha- easily happen? Yeah, plausible for sure. Salt, salted. <laughs> salted. Yeah. Salted's going to make <laughs> Terrible name. Uh, what's that? Salted's going to make that happen. Yeah. Uh, that or Daphne. Anyway, uh, and by the way, we haven't given a shout out to Chris Paul. And then I also give him a shout out to Scott Van Pelt on every episode because for me, after I hit this, I thought for sure I would absolutely be on ESPN. There's no cameras, though. I think you need a clip of it for Scott Van Pelt. Scott Van Pelt is a golfer. He he actually lived in Orlando for a long time. And my wife is sorority sisters with his wife uh, or like newer. And I'm like, all you got to do is send an email to his wife and then I can easily be on I ESPN. I can be on top plays. Yes, like top. Like, come on, like, please. So until I'm on ESPN with Scott Van Pelt or... Uh, you know, I always say Chris Paul. So anyway, it doesn't stop, right? Like this, this every rolls. episode, every episode, right. I put it in my it's rap song, which again is going to debut at the end of this uh, episode in my comment section or whatever. Blow it up, blow it up, social. <laughs> when I'm able to get your sponsorship exemption into the Masters or whatever, would you prefer your own caddy who is like been with you from? Let's just say you had a whole season and you know it's like you guys have been grinding together and you guys love each other. It'd be like having Panda out there with you, you know, like great, love Panda. Or would you rather have like a local caddy who understands the greens really well and can specifically to Augusta? He's yeah. saying to right to, yeah. to Augusta. That's a tough call. If you got to peg it tomorrow, I'm going to always lean towards the team. I'm yeah. going to go with my team. Okay. Now, do the pros consult any of the local caddies if it, they're new to that course? Do you know? I would say, if anything, maybe the caddy would, but it's like. You know, you go somewhere and the starter's like, oh, everything breaks towards the water. It's like, and that's false on the second hole. You're like, yeah, this guy's just, he's just fucking, terrible. He just, he's just the starter. He's, he's just, just here to cause chaos. Yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, he's the first mental chaos. obstacle. First he's that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you're playing the back tees. Oh, good luck, Sonny. Uh, so, well, okay. And then what about, the situation where we saw at the Masters in Augusta, we thought it was kind of odd that the caddies had to wear the uniforms. <laughs> I thought I thought this was the craziest fucking thing I've ever seen. The caddies are out walking the course without the players' bags. They're just out scouting we the pra- course. We went on pra- a practice round. Yeah, so we went on a practice round Monday. Mm. They're just the caddies are just out there walking the course. Yeah, still in their white getup. Oh, they they just it's got to be a rule for them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Could you could you hide? Have you been to Augusta? Nope. All right, we're gonna take you with our sponsorship exemption. Okay. And Panda's gonna catch. I was you. waiting, but I was like, uh, yeah, it didn't happen at this point. Nah, so we'll, we'll get there you. No, nah, I've been waiting on that lottery. So we just like we're gonna pay a lot of money for a stupid practice round, but we should definitely make a golf trip about it. It was well a lot of fun. Worth. It was so much fun. But could you? Could you? Do you think you could figure out a way to sleep overnight? Pay for a practice round. Sleep overnight in some azaleas or something without the grounds. Like there's a lot of groundskeepers. Figure out a way to like sleep somewhere where they're not gonna find you, and then wake up, and all of a sudden you got you, you're in, you're in a Friday round. Haven't been there. You guys would have a better idea. I don't know. It sounds highly doubtful. Yeah. He also doesn't think that there's the tree farm with the replica trees. This blew my mind. Did you know China controls? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know China controls the weather? China. Here, go ahead. Dude. <laughs> Come on. Panda. Yeah. I Come need on. Your help on this, Panda. You do you didn't know this? Did you know this? I'm I, not a weatherologist. I sound like a Looney Tune. I somehow sound like a Looney Tune. Like the, he made me feel stupid on this, but here, go ahead. Yeah, so China controls their weather. 
They can control the whatever. whole country. They can control not, not for the areas, world, just not for, for the world, just for China. Like or or like it's a big ass country. Beijing, like, Shanghai, Zhuhai, Chengdu, even like one still, of the popular countries. Even still, that's a music. Yeah, it's so like one of the popular cities in in China. They can control the weather. So if they are in a drought, they can make it rain. If there's rain clouds, they can shoot up chemicals to like make it go away. They that can create sun. Mind. They can create sunshine. They can make it clear. They can create do all sunshine. kinds of stuff. Come on, where? Yes. Wait, wait, how? How do you know this? It's, well, it's true. Well, I would spend four weeks every year there, um, and it happened to fall over. I, I think they call it the direct translation. I think they call it Sun Week. Is when all of China's if you have a normal like nine to five like blue collar job, you get off of work for one week like a vacation. And they want all the workers to enjoy it, so they create sunshine for that week of the year. Create sun. So create sunshine. <laughs> so we're like the the tour would go always like Zhuhai, Chengdu, uh, Beijing, Shanghai. So we would always be in at the first two stops, and it'd be in China. The pollution is so bad, so the weather's always smoggy and and like it, it's just ugly weather. It's never sunny. And then all of a sudden we hit Beijing and just beautiful sun, blue skies. And we started talking about it, like, what the hell is happening? And we started just asking locals and they were telling us, yeah, like there's a massive amount of people in China that work on this. I actually Googled it. There's 40,000 people that are actually on the case and they uh, have, it's a true thing. I'm like, this blue, dude, that was the, that was the biggest takeaway from the Masters trip. I'm like, China controls the weather? What? Uh, I wonder why they don't do it year round. Is it too costly? Like it's kind of, kind of dicked up to be like, hey, you guys got bad weather. Yeah, for you a get a month. week. I think it might, it's probably not the best for the environment to be, you know, mu- I would assume. messing around with it. But yeah. there's other, like, so when um, the Olympics were in Beijing, the they really amped up what they could do because they wanted to make sure the firework display was on a clear day or a clear night. So they figured that out. So they've been at it at this for a long time. And then, like, conspiracy theorists think that when we were at war in Vietnam, that they were making it rain the whole time. And that was like... It, oh, you like, think the technology's been there that long? Yeah, they think that was a big conspiracy that, that like they were producing like crazy amounts of rainfall to make the war you know, more difficult or whatever the hell the reason was for. That, I mean, I'm sorry. that, that like, Fascinating. That yeah. blew my mind. I didn't know that. Couldn't you eat a golf ball and live? <laughs> can you eat a golf ball like not you but like can a human being like could shack like someone huge swallow it whole swallow, uh, yeah. like, just swallow like, it not through their butt you but, can like, chew it if you want but you're probably not gonna I mean, get a whole lot i'm sure you could uh see you me and brad are team you could do it i, like I don't that. think you can i don't think you're getting a golf ball i don't care how big you are i think you're getting it down i don't like, think you just are of swallowing a golf ball like i don't think you're gonna live People swallow swords. <laughs> okay. like, so true. I mean, that's a great counter argument. I have a great, a great one. Yes. I mean, that's only keeping it PG that too. That was great. Yeah. That is very true. I have a great one. <laughs> so, <laughs> my brother Bald Eagle's wife. Um, that was great. Oh, this is. <laughs> that's his name. Do Bald you know Eagle? this? Yeah, I don't, it's stupid. Did no. I tell you this? No. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I just like my that. We, I just like that. This story is about so swallowing stuff. And no, you're no, like, no, 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 no. My brother-in-law's wife. Sorry, sorry, Steph. Uh, fuck. What's her real name? Fuck. That's okay. What's um. Anyways, she is a. Um, she's not a surgeon, but she works in surgery, and so she. Um, a guy came in at the at the ER, and they needed 
he had something stuck up his ass. And so they went and did x-rays and stuff and they saw a light bulb was stuck up this guy's ass. Intact. Intact. Fully intact. Was stuck in up his ass. Like a normal size light bulb? Well, these like were a, all questions we asked. Yeah. Like how, how did it break? Like the that, long like, one? Yeah, no, no, no. Like was it a floodlight? Like was all questions we asked. <laughs> how many lumens? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, it was just a, a normal standard light bulb stuck in this guy's ass. And the best part of it all was guess this guy's profession. Something super normal. He's like a dentist. No, he was an electrician. Hey, he's got a he's got a lot of them. How fucked Did up they is get that? it out? Yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously they got it out. Yeah, obviously. I mean, I hate to say this. This is bad. First thing that comes to my mind. That's a that's a couple loose sphincters, huh? Yeah. To not squeeze. Yeah. Yeah. Think one cough and it's game over. Yeah. yeah no, but sharks. Thing, thing didn't break. How nuts is that? One sneeze uh, no, and I'm, you're I'm, done. Thank you. Cough, sneeze. How do you sit down? He's not worried about that. That's what I'm saying. I'd I think worried, it was a plastic bulb. That. Work in the ER a lot. You probably have a lot of stuff yeah. up butt Season stories. Don't they have shows like that? Like yeah, I've weird. seen that. All right, let me, first of all, let me take care of our guests. How are we on time? Are you okay? I'm tired. Uh, I mean, I have two children under yeah. four. Yes, I'm always tired, but I'm, I'm here. Might as well. I'm here. Okay. Okay. All right. Good. I mean, honestly, I wish I was like, didn't have to drive home and I would be, we would need way more booze. You can definitely sleep here. You can absolutely sleep. (laughs) (laughs) That would be not good. So it's funny. We, we, you said one time, like, uh, have you ever slept in the shed before? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I've definitely slept in the shed lots of times. That's a Uh, night. That's a night. Huh? You slept in this shed? Many times. I'm going to say many times. I'm going to say he's done just about whatever you think is possible in this space actually i've done pretty much what you think is impossible in the shed <laughs> exactly <laughs> so like so the what shed like the couch uh, no he works situation. he works like, in here you know what fuck the i couch. work i'm going to the shed. well so office. i've had those moments but actually you know the most amount of time fuck i've ever spent going to the shed <laughs> the most amount of time to my wife's like dude i have a i have an amazing life because she puts up with so much shit and the fact that i went to bandon and our caddies had COVID. This is like right in the peak of COVID. And we were like, COVID will kill you. Like, you know, it was like yeah. scary yeah, shit. Yeah, it was scary for like a solid yeah. minute. You're yeah. like, oh, fuck. This like, is, I mean, not flexi wrap myself. You think if they could control the weather, they could control the damn fucking COVIDs. Like, come on. Like, like, you, or you know, did these, they? Or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they did control it. Uh, anyway, so we, we go out to, we go out to abandon our caddies had a runny nose the whole time. I'm like, this guy looks sick, dude. Like, I, he's coughing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that sounds COVID-y. Next thing you know... Patient zero. Yes. Next thing you know, me and Crane, again, I'm, another experience with Crane, I'm in a... I'm, we're in a rental car back to the airport, uh, back to... And then we're playing... Actually, play Pumpkin. And then we're back to the airport. And then I had... I got COVID. And I came back here. I come in, kiss, and hug the wife and kids. And then I'm like coughing, and then they're I'm like, hey, honey, give me a, a COVID test. She gives me a COVID test, positive. And I'm like, fuck. And so she puts me in the shed for like a good week. Oh, they, a week? Well, for like, well, for like three days. And then she takes, and then she's like, I can't do this anymore with the kids. Like, like there was no school going on. It was like during the summer. So she was like, you just got to come in here. You just got to come in here and like deal with the kids. And so I, I go, uh-huh. and so I start, and she's like, and then they get COVID. So I gave the whole family COVID because of my golf trip. And, Got him the bandit. But I spent a good four days out here in the shed, quarantined. Um, it was fantastic. How like, much of this <laughs> <laughs> of the setup came from that time, though? Like well, pictures and your... Oh, dude. Yeah. I, have, I have a good question for our guest. 
So Panda has a has a legendary match coming up that we're oh. going to try and view. What the fuck is this thing? What? That's a big bee. Is what that animal? a bee? Ah, you don't want to eat that. Horse fly. Get it, Panda. No, it's like it's like a June bug. Oh. What? What was, what was you saying? No, the the first thing about the animals, how, would a grizzly eat a... Or would oh, it, yeah. Well, the first thing is who would win in a fight between a grizzly bear and a silverback gorilla? Shepard. It was very much so a right answer and a wrong answer. Shepard. What, what was it? A adult grizzly bear and a silverback gorilla. Mm. Go. Gorilla. Wrong. Well, I'm going with the claws. Thank you. Yeah, I'll go silverback on that one. Its snout is out. It's like seven times the fucking size, and its hand is like the size of our face. Now hold, and hold it has claws. I want you to bookmark Shepard where you're going with that story because I, I do want to ask your opinion. Have you seen Cocaine Bear though? Cocaine Bear or Cocaine? Uh, yeah, Cocaine Bear, right? Mm-hmm. That is a film. Do you know uh-huh. about it? Great movie. I just saw the. No. Oh, it's good. I, well, I've seen. Here's the thing: they made two of them. They made a documentary oh, wow. about the movie. Okay. And I saw that. That is fantastic. Gotcha. That tells you the real story about what happened. Basically, this drug dealer, uh, if I remember right, I was I was pretty sick. Also on time. mushrooms. I was not on mushrooms. I had NyQuil up that night because I was sick. But <laughs> but it was a coke. But I watched it and it was really interesting because so like this guy, there was like some drug trafficking going on, and like this guy dropped bales of cocaine, and like supposedly they found a bear covered in the cocaine and fucking went like wild it went wild like i mean i'm talking about like i mean and so and and they they what well, they named it the number one apex predator yeah for us for a second it was cocaine the, bear uh, it was the you got to see like, this movie. So they made a movie thing. about it netflix yeah it's on that oh no it's on uh it's, it's like a movie one. movie it'd be number one no it, movies on netflix for sure no no, no it, it, it it's too big for netflix it went to the theaters yeah, it was like an actual film. So okay. the, is that a, is that the other now, story... No, it's real. No, I mean, like, I feel like Netflix is bigger than the theaters. Not really. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But it's not, but it kind of... All right, uh, go ahead with your I got a silly friend. Story. He, like, fucked up his right... Or no, he fucked up his left hand. So he was, getting, he was getting pretty dusty for, like, multiple months. He was hitting balls every day with just his right arm. And he could get to the point to where he could hit like a driver like 150 and kind of straight. He could hit like he could like bunt a seven iron like a hundred, and he can obviously like chip and putt one handed. Awesome. He said, and I said, I'll take you to the I'll take you to the wood. We'll play nine holes. You play. We'll both play the red tees. You can hit it with just your right arm, and I'm gonna throw it. I'll beat you by five to six minimum. <laughs> What's, True his, or false? what's his original handicap? Original handicap? He's probably like a Great three. Great question. Or, he's probably like a three or a four. <laughs> he's like I fellow. Never thought P- to ask that either. Yeah. <laughs> he's like fellow PGA member. And he practiced that for how long? Constantly. Mm. That's such a good question. Hours. Hours on hours. <laughs> this guy could have been like a 30 handicap, and yeah, now he's exactly. like one handed. And we're like, I mean, I could be close. No, he's like he's like a decent golfer. Yeah, he's a, I mean, he's he te- an above average. He teaches golfer. A, he, go- he teaches a golf deck. How are right. you gonna putt? How am I gonna, you're, you're gonna roll it? I'm gonna roll oh. it. So I got like long arms. I said, so what is the rule? And he says, well, you can't move your feet. So to me, like everything inside of like six feet is there. You go, Panda. Keep the close because up. I can just do like drop it, just like drop it in the hole. That would be a match. I, I'm gonna golden tea style. Ooh, I love golden tea. 
My thing is, oh fuck yeah! My are you golden good at golden tea? tea? I got a good golden tea story on the road for you, actually. And the whole night we drank absinthe. Spill it. Oh, that's a great one. <laughs> okay, let's skip your story. Put a bookmark on that. <laughs> no, the thing, I, well, okay. I'm giving that. the edge to the one-handed guy right now. Really? <gasps> so my whole thing is like, I'm not gonna throw it in a pond or anything. Right. Even though he's a decent golfer, like he might leave the face open on one and like hit it in a trap or something. Why aren't we making that? He might hit it in the water or a trap or something. Like I'm not going to throw it in a shitty spot in theory. No, that's true. Everything inside of six feet. I'm good. I told him I just want Mike's because I can just like reach and, and like drop it. Bruder, I told the guy I'd give him $200 to do it. What would I say? I, I, I made it very reasonable. Match. I think we're up to 300 Wait, total. Fine. How long did this guy practice for? That's it's a, like three months. I'll do it. I'll start hitting shots one handed and we'll just go battle. You don't have to pay me shit. Okay. Now, I will say if he was right handed and it was his left arm, I like that better. I'm giving you the He's right handed and it's he's right handed golfer. <laughs> right hand is the healthy hand. I'm gonna that's if it was the other way around, you have the edge. I think that's the only chance he has. Panda can mm-hmm. Panda can sling the motherfucker though, dude. Imagine like look at look at him, dude. He, it's he not even his... about slinging it. Like he can thank you. Play. I can sling it, you know. Through yeah. the javelin high school. And it, would, it would be interesting. Did you really? Actually. Oh, I got it. This bait, this is the money maker right here. You're gonna here. have to do it, really. To me, you're gonna have to play it out. Can you arm wrestle? You look like a good arm wrestler. I don't think I'm a great arm wrestler. I play baseball and you stuff. Over the I was top? a pitcher. You're like I got some top. arm strength, but I don't know that it's really. It, I don't think it's so much how far I can hit it or throw it. I think it's just that I'm not gonna throw it into a shit spot. If you're in a bunker, you're easily tossing it out. Yeah, so. like I'm just underhanding it out, and he's got to hit some like filleted fucking. One arm chip from thirty yards. Like right. I gotta think he's gonna. Hey, let make me ask like you: 10. Do those caddies? They they don't they don't talk about this kind of stuff on there. Caddies? No, they didn't. Caddies <laughs> are caddies are a good animal. He did a podcast a few weeks ago with um a couple caddies that had started a podcast. That oh, okay. that's, where he's going, that's where he's going. With. Shout out! Shout out to what? What's it called? Life on the loop. Life on the loop. Ready to partner with you ready to Let's do this. <laughs> Dude, they would. Yeah, well, I'm sure they would because they want to piggyback on our excellent questions that we got going on here. Uh, can you swallow hey, a golf ball? And everybody you? love everybody. Yeah, I love On the real note, though, it might be a good collaboration. Uh, let's do it. Uh, so who wins in that scenario, though, in your opinion? I don't know. I think it's going to be tight. Oh, I think we should do it. I think I, I kind of like it. like worst case scenario. Well, I've already offered this guy $200. I don't know what else What's this guy wants from me. Why isn't he, is he scared? What's his name? Scared. What's his first name? Pat. Pat, why are you so fucking scared? Yeah, why, dog? Are you, why are you a bitch, Pat? Why are you a bitch, Pat? And by the way, we're cool with bitches. We're cool with females. We're cool with as long as you're not a glove putter, as long as you're not uh, a uh, slow player in an iron head cover. 14, yes. 14 club divider. Yeah. <laughs> Golf sandal wearer. It's cop sandal. Although I, I still like the original idea. We show Brad up at like I tall love socks I, I and golf sandals. If you wear loudmouth clothes, yeah, dude, no, thank you. But I agree, dude. Loudmouth gotta go. Uh, loudmouth, come on. Sims wears some loudmouth shit. He wears the uh, what's the little llama looking thing? Bad, bad birdie. Bad Let's birdie. put it this way: if you have two pieces of clothing on from loudmouth, you can't. <laughs> You're allowed one piece of clothing. But now, John Daly. Absolutely welcome anytime he wants to come. Like that's that's who we're that's our like that's our market. Like we want degenerates. We just don't want 
the other people. Oh, wow, no, yeah, 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 yeah. We don't want people trying to be like John Daly or not. Like, here's the thing. We actually told some John Daly. He loves Panda is like obsessed with John Daly. Like John Daly and that other guy you are talking about, he will do weird things to them in the shed here. I heard this one story about him, and this better be right because it's already on one of the pods, and I've already edited it and paid for it. So hopefully it's right. Where he peed off a balcony. Did you hear this one? Oh he, yeah, you did. Okay, so I'm not I'm not off on that one. Pretty sure it's valid. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, thank Kicked you. Kicked out of the club. <laughs> yes, yes, that okay, good. All right. What club? I'm not sure. I couldn't remember that part, but. You know? Bel Air. Bel Air. Okay. All right. Good. And that's not even around anymore. So it's okay for us to share. I'm going to tell you, I don't think he really gives a shit. Anyways. I don't think so John either. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know him probably, right? I played, played with him. Yeah. Uh, but he, again, I used to play money games at Clearwater Country Club all the time, right? Well, so that's what you said that. Shout out JD. Yeah. Well, that's what we were just talking about. Your favorite guy. We were saying that, like, our favorite, like, yeah, our demographic. He's my favorite. For sure. <laughs> I said you do weird stuff to him and the other guy I was talking about earlier mm -hmm. in the shed. I'm like, that's our demographic. Like, we are completely, like, loudmouth. He was saying we get, we can't have two, we can't have loudmouth. Like, you got to yeah. get out. He's, well, he's the one human being on the face of the earth that, like, gets a pass. Though. Yeah, no, yeah. Dude, like, that that's guy's what he said, welcome. But, like, it's really, that's it, though. Yeah. No, that guy stops and ends. Can he still play decent golf? Absolutely. I, I, mean, I think he could, but did you see what he did in the, the team event in Zurich with Duval? Yeah. What did he do? They were they shot eighty two. Yeah, I they think. shot a million. I think it was the alternate shot day, but man, that was that had to, that was a tough one. He's mildly competitive on the Champions Tour, though. Are you going to make a run at that, Brad? That's a good question. That's probably more up to my speed at that point. Yeah. What's your favorite course ever? I mean, the one that comes to my head all the time. It's it wasn't like the best golf wise but i played the usam at chambers bay in 2010 mm. i was sick was, yeah. it, was it crazy place like, why i mean from the clubhouse view probably the best i've ever seen just the whole course is down here you're looking over the oh, the clubhouse Sound, is up high up top yeah oh, nice. you can see the whole thing but it was just there was four holes where there was no birdies they didn't make it tough and it's in 12 of the best amateurs in the world and nobody made a birdie on four holes that's how stupid it was set up wow yeah. that's it's not tough what they play, did to the play. what they did to the u.s open there too it was it was truly robbery of them because it looked like dog shit on tv oh, and it's it was. such oh, a it's it such a trash. pure golf course Is like that, it's so beautiful why did it look bad because well, the greens were like fucked up they're fescue they're yeah. fescue grass greens and they were they were chucked <laughs> they were just yeah no my fa my this. favorite my favorite term is we have lost the golf course I love that yeah that's a shirt. so we're making shirts got kamocked and one of one of them is uh it just says chuckless if you're like at a nice golf course it has grass it has grass it's chuckless mm. we're gonna so get kicked out of our club uh that's fine so we'll build Bring our own. We'll build our own actually, I like Chuck, but damn it, I get it. Dude, it's so frustrating. We well, we went and played we went and played uh some of his other properties. <laughs> I almost killed myself. I we literally played, you'll get a kick out of this. All right, granted, not my best moment. Okay. But it was a Chuck course, so I'm just gonna go ahead and bring it up. So we're playing we're playing that course in where was it? It was Pontefair. <laughs> Come on. It was Jackaville and it was it was uh what hammock hammock dunes or something. I don't oh, know. It was not hammock dunes. Oh no. By the way, Hammock Dunes has the best Yelp review ever. And, and, and Crane pointed this out. He was like, We're gonna we were trying to play there and, and on our way to the Masters, we're trying to figure out like how we're gonna play some course on the way back. And one of the reviews was uh this course sucks. There's zero hammocks. <laughs> I love that. I love that. The only negative review was the fact they had no zero hammocks. Okay. So, all right. So we were playing this course. And Oak then. Marsh. Uh, what was it? Marsh Landing. Marsh Landing. Thank oh, you. Yeah. That was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marsh Landing. Great course. Whatever. 
I'm texting him. I'm phoning in some uh, swing aids. Yeah, he's, he's like, like he's like panic texting me. He's like ball ball keeps going left. What do I do? <laughs> he goes straight back, straight through. It's straight. It's straight physics or straight science or Fucking something. Look goes, at your book. Hit yourself in the nuts. Leisure sport. You repeated it all the rest of the round. It was straight back, straight through. Leisure sport. Leisure sport. Enjoy golf with your homies. Yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah. Stop panicking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so. It's so. I of course and then that lasted two two holes. I'm like, oh, I gotta figure it out. We get to this one hole, and then it was my pop hole, right? Which is very important when you're of playing course. for money. And I completely blow it. I go into the water, <laughs> and and he drains. He's an amazing. He's an amazing teammate. Which we're gonna kill it on Friday. I can't wait to play with him again. And he he sunk an amazing putt, amazing birdie. It was unbelievable. And then crane. The guy that like I'm sharing insoles with, uh, he he ends up sinking like a 30 foot putt to to push right because he popped as well. Yeah, par net birdie. Par net birdie. Go ahead and say that. Yeah, par net birdie. I go to the no, next no, no, no. hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's frustrated. He's we're walking up the hole and he looks at me. He's like, "Good, like, Shepard, you gotta let me know when I no, throw. No, like, it's, like it's my fault." <laughs> I go up to the tee box, just need some time by myself. There's a house here. There's a house here. Ryan, this is a perfect opportunity for you to drop in this little uh, picture show. So there's a house here <laughs> with like some metallic art. Okay. Uh, oh, and and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Like this lady's got a taste for eclectic. Across a pond. Like, like yeah, she's over got, there. I'm like, what is she? And then all no, of a sudden. No, no, You're making this sound way too good on yourself. So this lady's house was a hundred yards away. Bruder, we're playing from the tips. No one played, no one's ever played these tips before. In this whole, is this like, while you're standing over the ball thinking this? No, like, no, this, this is, this is wow, look at that house. They're still on the green. I'm so frustrated. So I go over, I grab my driver and I'm walking over the tee box. I'm like, I gotta like fix stuff. I'm like straight back, straight through <laughs> leisure sport. <laughs> gotta get some practice. <laughs> Fun with the homies, whatever is panda things tell me. And then I'm like, okay, so then I'm, I'm over there and I'm like, what's this metallic thing over here? And I'm like, this is weird that she would put this, this she'd put this art here on the tee box that's kind of weird and i pull it up and i'm like wow that's pretty marilyn manson -ish. world war ii mine that's pretty marilyn manson -ish. <laughs> this sounds crazy i gotta show it to you this is crazy Do you, guys Where see this? Is, you this is at her house you no. walked over this is on the he's on the tee box and there's this he sees this lady's house way off in the distance <laughs> that has art like not even close to where we are like Literally a hundred yards across a pond, like, and she has like these crazy art sculptures. We're now on the golf course on the tee first. box. I see that first. That's on the tee box. I'm like, that's weird. And he and he thinks it's the lady's art somehow. I already know on what the tee box. You already know what it is. Oh yeah, dude, Go it's ahead. a mole trap. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so he picks up a fucking mole trap. Dude, I I'm sorry. I'm from North Carolina. You like, took I, that home. Dude, I picked it up and I'm looking at it like, what the <laughs> fuck is this thing? I'm like, what kind of Marilyn Manson looking thing is this? And I'm like, that's kind of weird that she'd have this kind of art. And I'm like, <laughs> spring. What are all these spikes and stuff? Dude, all of a sudden, I get it too close and I trigger it and it fucking like that. Like fucking they heard it. They heard it. They heard it. They heard it. And it like literally almost fucking dude. I believe almost it. Died. It could have killed me, no, no, dude. He had marks down oh his arm. Like it was gosh. so close from inhaling his arm. <laughs> Thanks, Chuck. Yeah. Where's your fucking mole traps, oh, Chuck? Well, dude, so so you should have a sign there. In my opinion, you should have a sign for people oh, that are from God. the city. No, you should not. That tells <laughs> have me we're a sign. That tells me we're playing the tips that like should not be played when we're it tells playing you that. don't go into people's yards and fuck with their <laughs> no, shit. It was in no, this was on <laughs> yeah, the tee box. box. This is the point. Thing. He saw the art 
way off in the distance. And then he's standing on the tee box. He's like, oh, wow, why would she put art here on the tee box? Not even on her property across a lake. And he's like, oh, wait, it's got to be her art. Whose else art would this be? She's running lines to this piece of art. Yikes. Well, we've covered everything. I mean, I'm looking at my list here. We've covered a lot. Uh, Crazy bets. Oh, have you heard any crazy bets with caddies before we let you run? The only crazy. Oh, you said you had one that's like with kids. And I was like, what? Yeah, it was like, (laughs) it was very degenerate. I love it. That's what we were all about. This is as degenerate as it gets. Look at Panda. He's so focused. I love this. This This is the greatest day of my life. Just talking to Brad about weird. Before I used to caddy, right? You caddy? Um, I didn't do caddy. Yeah, all memorial. Oh, so wow. that's that's out there. That's either way. It's fine. Shut up. The course, this is where it happened. Two guys came into town. One guy, I'm assuming, was stuck with his child who was probably, I don't know, 15. Said he was playing. Kid played two holes. They played about the two of these guys played 54-ish holes Yeah, in the day, right? This kid is just doesn't want to be there, but he's there because his dad has a gambling problem. <laughs> 10 grand a hole. For what? All Let's day. go. No for 54? way. Yeah, 54 holes all day. And no I'm like, way. I got my my guy probably won about 160 thousand. No way. Okay, Let's and I'm go. like, I'm gonna get fucking paid today. Yeah, Let's get, go. I'm grinding. I'm, I'm gonna get 10. percent I'm working hard. This guy breaks off me and the other caddy the same amount. It was probably 650 bucks. I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. You wow. gotta punch. You gotta just punch him at that point. I mean, I was like, you got to take the kid hostage. <laughs> I was like, what is this is trash, right? I yeah. worked hard. So, weird. I know they have a, a divorce rate there. So if you are recently divorced and you need somewhere to stay, you can see you can pay a cheaper rate. <laughs> to, yes. To stay at the, at the cottages there. That's I sick. have not heard that, but what sheds are for. <laughs> Shout out tough sheds sponsorship opportunity. I mean, I'd seen it to where there was 25 guys and 25 caddies in one hole. Just a complete shit show. Playing one hole, three holes would take like two hours. Just getting hammered, and it was just, it gets, it would get wild. My, one of the caddies, she she uh, was actually fantastic. She was the best one I've ever had out there. She goes, uh, she goes, uh, yeah, yeah, you have uh, like 160 in. I'm like, okay, uh, you know, let me get it. Like, and with the wind was against us. She, I was like, give me my eight iron. She goes, I'm going to give you your 400. <laughs> and I go, that's way too much. She goes, well, you're not exactly flushing it today. <laughs> Love that. That's great. That's Did it. you hit it? Yeah. No, I, I got grabbed my eight and it ended up 30 yards short. Yeah. That's, <laughs> of course, that's, of course we had. That's normal. That sounds like a normal yeah, day. Exactly. No, 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 no. But, but so, so this guy, so he says, hey, so my buddy that's a member out there, he goes, hey, this guy there, see him there with the big old bottle of wine. I, I can't show his face on I can't show his face, I don't think. But but this guy, first of all, he's a really good guy. And we've played golf with him on a regular situation. But look at that bottle of wine, it's just fantastic. So he he was he was yes, yeah, so he was he was my buddy goes, Hey man, I know how you get when you drink. Just like now. He's like, You get a little excited, like calm down. This is my work buddy. He goes, You can take it down a couple notches. I'm like, No problem, man. Thanks for the invite. So I go out there and like this guy shows up drunk at 7 a.m. Like I'm like this guy, like, you're telling me to calm down this guy. So by the end of the that's round, that's working too. If you're drunk at 7 a.m., like you gotta you gotta yes. try. Yes. So <laughs> here you go. It gets better. So this is the video. I somehow get this on video. Look at that. Oh, let me just go ahead. Did he fall? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you can actually hear the uh, glass break. 
So what happened there is he sliced open his hand. He sliced open his hand and needed stitches. Now, what's amazing about that place is one of the chefs broke his up. nose. Oh my! Uh, look, there's his face right there. Great face. Uh, and then also, what's great, what's great about that place is like they are like within seven minutes. Like this is like two thirty in the morning. We're like stumbling back. They come out there and they've got it. They got it down pat. Like they've got a team. And they they come out there, dude in a hazmat suit, wiping up the blood. Like he's ready to go. And then they get another guy and they're like, well, "We got a first aid kit. That's not going to cut it for this. Like we're going to need to do something more. We're who could drive?" And we all start laughing at him. Like, <laughs> like that's not going to happen. Like, like no, no, none of us. And so they're like, "Okay." And so they're like, "Okay, well, who's going to go with us? Like we can take them, but uh, who's going to go with us?" And like we look at him, we're like, "None of us are going to go with you. We're going to pay you a lot of money, and you're going to take them, and you're going to bring them back here all sewed up." So by the way, so this guy was a member at uh, Concessions. And the next yeah. day, part of our golf trip, we had guys from North Carolina flew down for this. The next day, we were actually going to go to Concessions. And he was our our ticket in. We have tea time at like 10 a.m. And great, we'll, we'll go, we'll take them, we'll take them, uh, we'll keep you posted. And so they're texting us. They're like, he says he's going to go low at Concessions tomorrow. <laughs> like he's like, he thinks he's like, this guy's completely ever. So they go and they put 10 stitches in his hand. And... Like this guy, I mean, he's great. Like he's perfect for the pod. Like this is who we're Do looking for. Like this yeah. is like pod material. Did not. No, he he woke up. He woke up at six thirty, ready to go. His bag's packed. He's ready to go. He's like, what? He's like, I don't even know what happened. Like my hand, I don't know what happened. Like what's going on? He's like, he's ready to play. We're like, dude, you cannot play golf. Like you have ten stitches. He's like, what do you mean I have ten stitches? He peeled off his <laughs> <laughs> best part. Six thirty in the morning, this guy shows up at our door and uh, he goes, hey man. I'm here to clean up the rest of the blood. I'm the blood guy. <laughs> they have blood a blood guy. guy man. <laughs> I love that. I love they have a blood guy there. That's just great. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to go wrong on a little cottage action there. Did you did you play, like, um, before Latino and, like, Corn? did you play, like, any, like, major mini tour or anything? Played the e-golf tour for a couple of years. E-golf, okay. Yeah, e-golf. What was that? Like, I wanted to get into, like, Hooters tour or anything Carolinas. if you did that. Yeah. What is um, what is bit, the a little bit of Hooter, Hooters? Because Hooters used to be dusty. Like yeah, Hooters yeah, used to have like, like a Q school. Oh yeah, they did, and it was kind of when I started playing, it was that was kind of phasing out, and the e golf tour came in, and um, that was a solid tour. I mean, a lot of the guys that ran it mm-hmm. uh, work on the PGA tour now. Like they transitioned and did well in that way. But yeah, there's just not a great like sub developmental tour anymore no. unfortunately no there's really not um, i don't know if you saw though the tour de americas now the latin tour and canadian tour merge they're gonna merge and it's just that's gonna pretty be a solid North i think that's thing. solid yeah that's yeah. good um is it yeah so latin and you can you can go directly merge. back to pga now there's not a separate tour but i think it's like the top five go directly that's fair Hey, they earned it. I mean, shit. You pegging it at Q school? Am I playing Q school? Yeah. No. We're done. Not Q school, not right now. No. Okay. I did it like 12 times. Yeah. That's sick. It's a lot. Yeah. Orange County? Orange County? I did it Orange County, yep. I play that course a lot. We, that course is so silly. Yeah, <laughs> not twelve times. There's always one of them. There's always one guy who shows up and fucking <laughs> yeah, iron covers. That's what we're gonna do with him. Gloves. Gonna, that's what we're gonna make him like that, and he's gonna school everybody. I love that. No, idea. we gotta get him to just like show up at some random public course. We gotta get what's your boy's name again? Pat. Pat. We gotta get Pat to do his thing. 
Yeah, we'll just set that up. We'll get drone footage and everything. I don't know, we'll man. I've asked you gallery. four times now, so I don't I know. I got it. Give me a month. I'll hit Bro, Pat's right a bitch. So, and Pat, if he's listening, I hope he hears that. Pat's a bitch. Is he, is, mm. does he think a grizzly could eat a, what is it? A uh, grizzly could beat a panda? Yeah, he's koala. probably, he's <laughs> a panda koala. Yeah, he's probably team, uh, team silverback, which is just inherently wrong. <laughs> Fuck Pat, dude. Once again, me and Brad, same wavelength. No, I get you. Team Claws. Brad, thank you so much for joining us, man. Oh, I'd yeah. love to have you back. We'll do it Dude, again. Let's we do it again. Get to talk about Latin tour much, some of that weird shit, but we'll Absolutely. do it again. We'll do it again. All right. I'll look forward I have to it. so much content we could get into. Yeah, man. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. And uh, here here you go, y'all. This is the world premiere of Albie. Albie's new, uh, new theme song. New outro music. Did I tell you about my albatross? Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Don't miss out on our upcoming golf giveaways and experiences. They're exclusive to our subscribers, and all you got to do is subscribe. And until next time, golf's easy. Think fairways and greens. Oh, here we go. Come on. Did I tell you about my albatross?